Hello, my name is Lily Chaudhry, and you're listening to Happiness Now, Secrets to Success from the East and West. This podcast is all about us taking more control of our lives and empowering us to achieve happiness and success in every aspect of our life, whether it be in love, career, finances, or relationships. And we'll discover some of the wisdom that's found in different cultures about this topic. These talks are based on the works of Ghassim Ali Shah. He's a renowned teacher, trainer, and motivational speaker, and author for over 15 years based in Lahore, Pakistan. Since this is our first podcast, I'll tell you a bit about my background and myself, about Qasim Ali Shah, and how I came about doing this podcast. I was born in Pakistan, but came to the U.S. at only three years old, and I grew up in Maryland for most of my life. Both my career and degrees are all in the field of IT. So I know it must seem weird that I'm doing a podcast about happiness, but I've always been interested in self-help books, talks, and just trying to get to the best and most positive place within myself as I possibly can. Believing in God, I know that not everything is in my control, but I also know that God loves us enough to give us the power to create the type of life that we work and hope for. And I think every religion teaches us this love and this principle, but you don't have to be a person of faith to understand this. I wanted to share some of the wisdom from Qasem Ali Shah, who uses teachings from both Eastern and Western philosophies to motivate people to change their lives. So I first heard of Qasem Ali Shah less than a year ago on Facebook. His talks have inspired hundreds of thousands of people across Pakistan and Urdu-speaking people all over the world. His belief in the power of self, in motivating others, his belief in the good in people, and his deep belief in God and spirituality all combine with his decades of research in the fields of teaching, training, and self-help, both from Eastern and Western sources, are what makes him an exceptional teacher. His talks and books give very practical advice on how to improve one's life. Whenever I would hear one of his talks, I would often think it's such a shame that they're all in Urdu and not English because so many of my family and friends wouldn't be able to understand or benefit. In my life, during the ups and downs, especially during the downs, it's, it's been the encouragement of others, mainly of a close family friend who is also an imam or preacher, who really helped me to face some difficulties and be able to move ahead in life. The beauty of Qasem Ali Shah's talks are that they can touch all people with any background or belief. So I, along with the help of another writer, have translated his talks from Urdu to English, and we use them as the basis for this podcast. In many of the talks, I'll be covering some pretty major topics. Each could probably have volumes of information on its own, but sometimes we need to understand the broader picture in order to simplify complex issues and then search out those issues that we want to delve into deeper. So I've been listening to Qasem Ali Shah for almost a year now, and I don't know how I've changed exactly or improved. I do know that recently my husband said, you know, you're a lot nicer now since you've been listening to his talks, <laughs> so I'm not sure if that means I'm even better than before or just less mean, I don't know. But it's definitely an improvement. But no, I, I feel that the real change is how I feel. I'm definitely more sure about life and the direction that I'm headed and more confident in achieving those things that I want, helping me to more fully enjoy each blessing that I have every day. So I hope that you'll enjoy our journey together and hopefully we can even learn a thing or two. Today's topic is a path to happiness. In our talk today, we'll discuss the importance of learning, the power of our minds, why some people aren't happy, and then we'll get into those things that can help give us happiness. The fact is that success doesn't always lead to happiness, but happiness often leads to success. Tony Robbins says, happiness equals progress. So we hope that by learning to improve ourselves, we can achieve this progression and eventual success in different aspects of our lives. Today we'll focus on a few of the things that will help us achieve happiness and contentment. 
which in turn leads us to opening our pathways for future successes. Since this podcast series is all about us learning new things, we're going to start off with a story about learning. There's a little story told by Rumi, a well-known 13th century Sufi scholar and poet, from his acclaimed book, Masnavi. So a man who happened to be a very learned and scholarly man got on board a small boat to cross a river. The regular boatman wasn't there for some reason, so the boat was being driven by his young son. Soon after the young sailor began rowing the boat, the scholar asked him, Are you educated? What's your qualification? Have you gone to school? The boy replied, No, I'm illiterate. Oh no, you haven't gone to school at all? Not at all, said the boy. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, why is that? asked the boy. Well, you've wasted so many years of your life not pursuing knowledge, not learning anything. The boy was silent. The boat went ahead a few more minutes when it was struck by some turbulence in the water, and it happened to be a whirlpool. The young boatman looked at the scholar and smiled and said, Do you know how to swim? The scholar said, No. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, for you've wasted your entire life by not learning how to swim. Saying that, the boy dropped the oars, smiled at the scholar, jumped into the river, and swam up to the other side of the river to safety. This short story teaches us a little lesson, and that's that we shouldn't be wasting our time in just doing things for the sake of doing those things, and in this case, learning for the sake of learning. Rather, we should focus on those things that are really important in life that will help us and better our lives. And it also reminds me that I need to teach my three little ones how to swim so they don't end up like me. I still can't swim. So you know, most of us will spend decades working hard, stressing to learn and earn, but failing to focus on what's important to us, our souls, having peace, contentment, happiness within ourselves, and succeeding in those things that we really want. Happiness is the thing that people want most in life. It's something that we all strive to have. And it's the most precious treasure that we can earn. Yet most of us are never taught the path towards it. And most of us never learn how to achieve it. We're often taught how to cope with problems of life, dealing with stresses and difficulties, challenges that come our way, but we're rarely taught how to be happy with whatever life gives us or accept things, those things that are outside of our control. And this is pretty insane. Karen Zim said, don't educate your children to be rich. Educate them to be happy. So when he grows up, he'll know the value of things, not the price. Moving on, let's talk about the human mind. We all know that the human body is shielded by a natural biological immune system. What's not widely known is that the human mind also has an immune system, the function of which is try to block negative, disempowering, destructive thoughts and beliefs, and to ensure a more normal state for us. But to sustain continued happiness is a challenge because of the circumstances we're living in that are constantly debilitating that immune system of our minds. Still, our mutual pursuits, understood in different goals, is happiness. And our bodies are designed to strive for a balanced and happy emotional existence. And if our mind and body is doing this on its own, it tells us that this is important enough that we should be doing this consciously as well. We've all heard about the placebo effect. When people are given some kind of fake medicine or treatment, their physical symptoms can change, but with no credit due to the treatment, rather because of the person's belief in it. And research shows this happens in at least one in three people. From WebMD, we learn about one study where people were given a placebo and told it was a stimulant. After taking the pill, their pulse rate went up, their blood pressure increased, and their reaction speeds improved. When people were given the same pill and told it was to help them get to sleep, they experience the opposite effects. I'm not sure if this is the same thing that happens when we order a Diet Coke with our enormous meal from Cheesecake Factory, as I used to do, 
and we feel like we're saving calories and it makes us feel all good. <laughs> but I do know sometimes we can sort of trick ourselves into feeling one way or another. So our mind is very powerful and we should start using it to our own advantage to give us the most contented and satisfying life that we can have. So what's stopping us from doing this? What's stopping us from being happy? There can be many factors, but most people will have someone in their lives that has caused us pain and difficulty. These toxic people who bring us down, and that's the biggest cause of unhappiness for many people. So aside from negative beliefs and destructive thoughts, we're hijacked by disempowering people, relatives, friends, colleagues. So there are many people in a relationship circles who seem to be just determined to stop us from achieving success or happiness. If we recall our dreams from our childhood, what we wanted to be, what we wanted to do, to share, to achieve, what made us abandon those dreams? Many times we just gave in to the opinions of these toxic people around us. In her memoir, The Day My Soul Cried, Yvonne Pierre advises us, don't let toxic people infect you with fear. However, there is another side to the story. We don't have to be the victims of these people. Toxic people are there around us for a purpose. And it takes some deep acumen, some deep thinking to recognize the potential of negative people. Their negativity can actually motivate us to love our own selves when they don't. They awaken us from asleep, from our stupor. Michael Hyatt, an author and speaker on leadership, says that negative people are a godsend and they exist for a purpose. I think that purpose is to help us recognize the bad and turn towards the good. We have to understand that challenging times and difficult people are essential for our self-development. In fact, the bigger the challenge, the better it is for us in the long run. And success stories can teach us that. I mentioned her quote earlier, Yvonne Pierre. A little bit about her. She's an American author, an entrepreneur, a host, and a woman who's overcome years of childhood sexual abuse, rape, the murder of her own father that led to self-destructive behavior, after which she decided to turn her life around. She attained four degrees and created a successful career dedicated to helping uplift others. She is now an award-winning screenwriter, director, producer, playwright, and author of The Day My Soul Cried. Our response to challenges and our reactions to others indicates our greatness or our insignificance. Can we face difficulties with grace? If yes, we can surely achieve our goals. So now let's talk about some of those factors that can help us to achieve happiness. We're just going to list a few of them. Number one, changing our perception. We should think about the concept of perception, our perception of the world and those around us. There's a funny story about a girl. She's leaving her home in the morning for college. She doesn't eat breakfast because she's getting late. She reaches the subway station, but there's a few minutes until the train comes. So she thinks, let me go grab something to eat. And she buys a pack of crackers from the local store at the station. She puts the pack in her backpack, leaves it on the bench, and goes to buy herself a drink. She comes back to the bench only to see that there's a guy sitting there. He's about her age. And... He's sitting there eating her pack of crackers. And of course she's annoyed. She's hungry. She just paid for those crackers. And he must have reached into her backpack to eat her crackers. As she gets closer to him, he points at the bench to invite her to sit next to him, which makes her even more annoyed. How is he going to ask her to sit down when he's eating her crackers? So she sits down and he offers her her own crackers. She's pretty ticked off at this point, but she's also hungry. So she takes some crackers and eats. He keeps on eating, giving her some, until they both reach the bottom of the pack. And there's one cracker left. The boy looks at the pack. He looks at the girl. He decides to share the last cracker, giving her one part and eating the other. 
Then he stands up, dusts himself off, and is on his way to the train. The girl rolls her eyes, shocked and disgusted at the boy's behavior. She gets on her train and opens her backpack to pull out her hairbrush. She puts her hand in and pulls out the pack of crackers she just bought. She instantly feels terrible, has a sense of regret and embarrassment for how she acted and what she thought about the boy. Instead of him being some kind of greedy thief, he'd actually been a really kind and generous soul who was sharing his food with her the whole time. She thinks, what a great guy, and slaps her forehead angry at herself. So here's the takeaway. Many times, the situations we get ourselves in and the irritating people that we'll face are not what they seem. There could be more to it. We just need to change the way that we think, change our perception. Having a more positive outlook towards people and situations. This will help us in achieving success and happiness. We can't let our negative thoughts stop us from trying to understand a difficult situation. Many times, it's not other people who need to change their behavior. It's we who need to change our perception and perhaps lower our expectations. Many times, we want people to do and feel according to our standards, forgetting that they have their own psyches, their own beliefs, their own habits, their own rules, their own values. Harper Lee taught us a great lesson in To Kill a Mockingbird, saying you never really understand a person until you consider things from their point of view. Another big factor in achieving happiness is forgiving others. We can't be afraid of challenges or challenging people as these are the cost of our success and happiness. We have to learn to forgive people who have created challenges for us. Forgive those people who have wronged us, who have cheated us, who have hurt us. We can forgive them for the sake of God's mercy or we can forgive them for something or someone that we love. Forgive them for the sake of moving on or forgive them thinking what Jesus taught us when he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Forgiveness is a powerful tool for self-development. Forgiveness frees us from needless torturing thoughts from worry and it frees us from guilt and anger. One thing that I had to learn in life was that most people who do us wrong will not ask for forgiveness. They'll probably not ever say sorry. And that can sting, especially when it's family or friends. And I've had relatives going on rants, cursing and yelling. And the next time I saw them, they act like nothing's happened. <laughs> so, but I also had to act like nothing's happened because otherwise the rift between us would never end. And you know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, sort of. But anyway, we can still forgive them in our hearts and try our best not to bear any grudge. And I know it's hard. But it's definitely possible, especially if we think of the bigger picture and our ultimate goals in life. So by developing an attitude of forgiveness, by learning to let go, we step into the realm of those people who make things happen, who achieve whatever it is that they desire to achieve. The next factor is about complaining. We have to free ourselves from needless burdens. And one of the heaviest burdens we can bear roots from carrying excuses and complaining obstacles that we need to face if we really want to be successful and happy. There's a story about a teacher who used to preach celibacy to his male disciples. One day, this guru was going somewhere with one of his disciples. On their way, they met a woman who requested the guru to help her cross a nearby canal. The guru offered his shoulders. With the girl mounted on his shoulders, the guru crossed the canal. The disciple deeply resented this act, thinking it was contrary to what he taught. So the guru and the disciple walked together a few more miles. Finally, unable to restrain himself, the disciple said, I don't want to learn from you anymore. You advise us never to touch a female, and you yourself let her mount on your shoulders. The guru said, yes, but I left her there near the canal. You have brought her here in your heart. So this is an example of carrying some kind of needless burden. Randy Posh, the famous late professor from Carnegie Mellon University, 
who, when he learned of his cancer diagnosis, gave a talk in 2007. It went viral on YouTube. It was called The Last Lecture, Really Achieving Your Childhood Dreams, and said that complaining doesn't work as a strategy. We all have finite time and energy. Any time we spend whining is unlikely to help us achieve our goals, and it won't make us any happier. He was very right about that. The needless burden of excuses and complaints only wears down our mental immune system and only wastes our precious time on this earth. The last factor that we'll talk about today about achieving happiness is focusing on the future. A very common mistake many of us make is always living in the past. Many of us make a futile attempt to drive the car of life looking in the rear view mirror or the past when we need to be focusing on the windshield, the present, and the future. Have we ever wondered why vehicles have such large windshields and very small rear view mirrors? Because looking ahead is way more important than looking back. Now, focusing on the past is important for learning life lessons or even self-actualization, but beyond that, it's just a window for paralysis, causing us needless guilt and worry. So if we can learn to live in the present, that in itself becomes a present for us. The bottom line is to have a compelling vision for our future and keep our focus on the future if we want to be happy and successful. Achieving happiness and success in life is a mutually shared pursuit by all of humanity across the globe, and it's what all human beings want, but many of us aren't ready to pay the price for this. And these factors that we just discussed are part of this price. We'll end our podcast today talking about taking control of our lives. It's important to understand that when we make our happiness dependent on other people's behavior, we're handing them strings to control our lives. Much of our lives are in our own control, if we only could understand that. So we should not be wasting our time trying to change people. Rather, changing ourselves is the most important thing we can do. If we want people to behave well with us, we have to behave well with them and make our character a catalyst for change. Now, one of the most important decisions we need to make in our lives is to decide what role we want to play in our journey of life. Do we want to be the engine or the caboose? Being an engine means we lead from the front. We drive our life's journey ourselves. Being a caboose means we are dependent on some external force to move us. We are led by something, whether it be other people or situations. We have the choice to take control and we should take it. Nothing will change or improve, as we stated earlier, if we don't change ourselves. The biggest obstacle to our happiness and success is us, ourselves. This is without question and without exaggeration. We can work on ourselves and uplift our own standards. So in conclusion, we should focus our learning on the most important things to us, happiness being one of them. Remember the power of our minds. Learn to deal with negative people. Be able to forgive. Stop our complaining and focus only on the future. And remember to use the control that we have and decide to take control of our own lives. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. We hope you'll keep tuning in. We'll post a new podcast every Sunday. We welcome all your comments and questions. You can message us on Facebook or send us a message on our website, www.happinessnowpodcast.com. So until next time, take care and take control.